Well, I can see by the clock on the wall there's a dead fly, and that means it's time for Captain Midnight. Yes, Heirloom Radio has been a bit sluggish during this busy holiday season, and I have neglected the Captain Midnight fans, and for that I apologize. So here comes two episodes of Captain Midnight back-to-back. First from December 26, 1939, 82 years ago, ladies and gentlemen. Well, first you're going to hear an episode entitled Water Torture the 1917 version of waterboarding. And immediately after this episode, you will hear the December 27th, 1939 episode entitled, Is Escape Possible? And hopefully there will be an answer for you. The sounds you're going to hear went through what was often called the ether into the homes of millions of listeners who were enthralled with their hero, Captain Midnight. The character was built upon a World War I biplane pilot who was often commanded to go on dangerous and secret night missions. So he was called Captain Midnight. In this series, he is called Captain Albright and is assigned to neutralize the sinister villain Ivan Schack, an evil enemy scientist who is aerial bombing major American cities with his unmarked aircraft. Captain Midnight leads the secret squadron, made up of Chuck Ramsey, a young man that Midnight is training, and Inkabod Icky Mud, the squadron's chief mechanic. Chuck has developed a highly efficient mercenary organization. He is aided by his daughter Fury, his intelligent second-in-command, and Gardo, the henchman, along with Fang, an Asian ally. Chuck is after a new aviation rangefinder invented by a scientist named John Edwards, whose beautiful daughter Joyce they attempt to capture in order to blackmail the patriotic inventor. Captain Midnight and the Secret Squadron continually battle the henchmen, thwarting Chuck's evil plans while avoiding destruction at every turn by making daring escapes during the series' weekly chapters, 15 of them in fact. Dave O'Brien plays Captain Albright, a.k.a. Captain Midnight, and James Craven is Ivan Shark. Sam Edwards plays Chuck Ramsey. Dorothy Short is Joyce Edwards. Guy Wilkerson is Ichabod Icky Mud. Brian Washburn plays the inventor, John Edwards, and Luana Walters is Fury Shark. And there are other supporting actors as well. The sponsor is the Skelly Oil Company a company founded in 1919 by William Skelly in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and was eventually merged into Getty Oil in 1977, and then Texaco when they bought it out in 1984. And Pennzoil was somehow in the mix there as well. Texaco is now owned by Chevron, and all we need to know is that all of it must be mitigated if the climate is going to survive. So now, here is Captain Midnight on Heirloom Radio, a different kind of oldies program. I'm your oldie host, John Lovering, and I thank you for listening. Your support is much appreciated. All aboard for Captain Midnight. Company! Attend!
Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you five times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Choppers and Dealers. The Skelly Oil Company, you know, was the originator of tailor-made gasoline. And now, climb into the cockpit, fasten your safety belt, snap on your pilot's helmet and flyer's goggles. You're going to get a flying lesson right now. First, here's something every young flyer should know. Ask any experienced airplane pilot why he always fills his gasoline tanks before he leaves his plane in a cold hangar overnight. Now, perhaps you didn't know that. Yes, flyers always see to it that their gasoline tanks are filled up if the plane is going to be left standing in the cold. And here's why. A full tank will not collect water vapor. And you know, water vapor will condense and freeze in the fuel lines, in the fuel pump, or in the carburetor bowl. Of course, frost or ice any place between the gasoline tank and cylinders may kill the engine. And of course, no flyer can afford to have his engine die on it. Now, the same thing is true of drivers. No driver wants his car engine to die on him either. And we all want our cars to start quick every time. So if your car is going to stand in a cold garage overnight, remember this tip I've just given you. Don't let your car stand in the cold with an almost empty gasoline tank. Fill it up first and avoid trouble. Now, you boys and girls listening in, Dad may not know about this. Well, why don't you tell him? And tell him this, too. When he's driving a car in winter weather, tell him to use gasoline that's weather right. Drive up to a Skelly service station and fill up with Skelly Aromax. Because Skelly Aromax gasoline is tailor-made for your weather. It's weather right for your car because it's tailor-made to fit the weather in each part of the country where it's sold. So remember, I've given you two ways to get faster starts and fewer stalls in cold weather. In winter, always fill your tank before letting the car stand overnight in a cold garage. And then, the other tip I gave you is, fill her up with Skelly Tailor-Made Aeromax, the gasoline that's weather right for your car. And now to Captain Midnight. The famous pilot and Chuck Ramsey are imprisoned in the underground water chamber of the Aztec Temple, together with their deadly enemy, Ivan Shark. The criminal had planned to escape for himself. But when he learns from Captain Midnight and Chuck that his former chief pilot, Von Griff, and Senior Lokro are in the temple, he realizes he too may be doomed. Above, in a different part of the temple, unaware of any danger, are the rest of Captain Midnight's party. As our scene opens today, we find Lutro and Von Griff crouched together in a dark passageway. Listen as Lutro says... Did you get the time, Von Griff? You bet I did. My watch is a luminous dial, and I looked at it when we heard Fury and her father talking. How much time is there left? Five minutes. Fifteen-minute period will be up at twelve o'clock. But we'd better be careful. Fury shark may hear us. No, she won't. Not over the road of that waterfall. We'd better get going, and we'll see we will start right now. Now listen. She's down this passageway in a small alcove. Yes, where the controls for that water chamber are. See, and we must keep her away from them. We must sneak upon her carefully, noiselessly. We haven't got much time left. Come on. Who's that? Is that you, Gando? Hold on. Ah! I've got her. You can't stop that. Hold on, Lucy. 
haven't got any time to lose. Quick, let's tie her up. You haven't got any rope. Here's what you do. You sit down here and tear my shirt to pieces. Good idea. Now then, I'll tie your ankles. Send you, if you will not scream, I will take the hand away. But if you do scream, I will shoot you through the head. Very well, I will be quiet. I've got her ankles tied. Uh, how about her arms? They are behind her back. Tie the wrists. Uh, now she won't be able to get away. So it is you, Van Grief. How could you do this thing? <laughs> uh, that's a good one. What about you and Shark? Uh, what about what you are going to do to me? You are mistaken, Van Grief. Ivan and I intended no harm to you. <laughs> Don't tell me that. I could see it coming. How much time is there left? About two minutes. Quick, God, for you. Just trying to get that letter. Yeah, come back here. Never, senorita. It is not to be moved by you. Please, I beg of you. Ivan is down there. The water is rising. I will do anything you say. The time is not up yet, senorita. It is not up until 12 o'clock. You know about that? Of course we do. We heard you and your father talking. So, don't you see? You have over a minute left. Listen, Van Grief, and you, Lutro. When it becomes 12 o'clock, you will move the lever. You will do so because if you do, a great fortune will be yours. <laughs> Listen to that, Lutro. She's talking business. It's about time. Yes, Van Grief, I am listening. Uh, but, Senorito Shark, uh, what kind of a proposition do you offer us? Uh? I will make you a good one, and Ivan will back me up. We will split the profits of the cattle with you, and we will give you one-third of the Pareda treasure. Do you have the Pareda treasure in your possession, senorita? No, no, but Ivan knows where it is. <laughs> yeah, but so do I, senorita. Uh, why should we bother with you? That's the way to talk. Why should we split with you and your father? But you cannot do this, Van Grief. Think of what Ivan has done for you. You cannot do this to him. Be quiet, senorita, or I will silence you forever. And another thing. Captain Midnight and that kid Chuck Ramsey are down there, too. I've got no love for them, either. This is a good chance to finish them all off together. What time is it? Quick, look at your watch. See, I would like to know that also. What time is it, Von Grief? It is five seconds before. Now, it is twelve o'clock. Oh, push the lever. I beg of you. The answer <laughs> is no, senorita. <laughs> ah, how I would like to look into that chamber down there. What a great pleasure it would give me to see Ivan Shark gasping for breath with his nose against the ceiling and then to hear him gulping in water against his will. Stop it! Stop it! You cannot do it! I guess this Ivan Shark has done much worse to many men. I'll say he has. If you knew how he's made some men die. And this daughter of his is worse even than he is. It's a lie! Do not believe him, Senor Lutro. (laughs) This is certainly one for the book, Lutro. Here are Ivan Shark and Captain Midnight, enemies all their lives. And now they are facing eternity together in the same water-filled room. My amigo, it is indeed the interesting situation. <laughs> I would like to listen to the last words they will say to each other. Look, me, amigo, what is the time now? It is almost two minutes after twelve. <laughs> <laughs> they should be done for very soon, eh? Ah, but we should give them another minute to be very sure. Yes, another minute. (laughs) 
But what has been happening in the water chamber below? We go back in time several minutes. I even Chuck, you remember, has just discovered from Captain Midnight and Chuck that Von Griff and Senor Lutro are in the temple. The water has now risen above their shoulders. Listen, a shark cries out. I should have known it. It is the end. There is no hope. What are you talking about? What difference does it make whether Lutro and Von Griff are in the temple or not? Huh? There's no difference, Captain Midnight. Now, nothing can make any difference now. And you weren't very glad to hear about Lutro and Von Griff, were you, Shark? It does not matter, gentlemen. You could explain all this. Uh, but perhaps it is too late. Oh, gee, Red, this water's getting up around our necks. Can't we do something? It's getting pretty cold, but I can stand it for a while yet. Spoken like a brave boy. You stay between Shark and the door, Chuck, and keep that gun above the water. Aim it at Shark's head. You, Shark, you stay where you are. If he moves, Chuck, pull the trigger. One thing more. If he starts to sink down into the water, shoot fast. He may try some trick on you. What are you going to do? I'm going back to the end of the chamber again. Keep that flashlight in your left hand and keep it on Shark. You never give up, do you, Captain Midnight? No, and I never will. Now watch him, Chuck. You bet I will. I really feel very sorry for you, Ramsey. But then I don't see why I should. If you had tended to your own business... You would not have come to such an untimely end. I'm not dead yet, if that's what you mean. No, Ramsey, not yet. But you can look at your wristwatch and count the minutes until you will be. If you're trying to divert my attention, it won't work. I will look at my watch. Let us see. It is now two minutes of twelve. You probably have five minutes of life left, depending on how much air you can hold in your lungs. Now, we'll get out of this yet. Such sublime confidence amazes me. All right, Chuck, all right. Has he moved? My dear Captain Midnight, I assure you that everything you do is futile. Oh, gosh. The water is up to my mouth. Hold steady, Chuck. Hold steady. What time is it? It's almost 12 o'clock. Almost 12 o'clock. And by the stroke of 12, we will be off our feet. And by five minutes after 12, there will be an end. Yes, an end to the three of us. It's 12 now. Yes, it is 12 o'clock. Look! Look! Shark can't stay under this water very long. All right, now keep your gun above the water there. That's it. Oh, gosh, I'm having a hard time. I can't keep both my gun and flashlight up. I'm almost off my toes. Here, here, here. Give me that flashlight. That's it. All right, now keep that gun above the water, do you hear? Oh, listen. Shark must know some other way out. Maybe there's a secret entrance which he's opened under the water. Yes, that could be true, Chuck. If he doesn't appear in a few seconds, I'll dive down and try to find him. I feel something below me. It must be Shark. Look out for a knife. I'm swimming now. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stay by the door. I'll get over closer to you there. Oh, the water's coming awfully fast now. The top of my head's almost to the ceiling. Wait a minute. Look out. Look out, Shark. There's Shark again. I see him. My gun's pointed at him. Did not open. The door did not open. Ah, so your little scheme didn't work, huh? You were awfully anxious about 12 o'clock, weren't you? But now it's past 12 and that door's still closed. Somebody failed you, Shark, or double-crossed you. Gory! Gory, can you hear me? Move the lever! Listen, he's crawling fury. Yes, and I begin to see, Chuck. His plan has misfired. He's really terrified. Open that door, Fury! Get me out of here! Am I to die like a trapped rat? Listen, Ramsey. Fire that gun! Don't do it. It won't do any good, Chuck. The water! The water! It's almost up to the ceiling! Get me out of here, Fury! You've got to get me out! What's happened to you? Why don't you move the lever? Quickly, before I die! All right. Now, Chuck, now. Listen to me. Put your gun in your pocket. Take a long breath and dive down. I'll keep your hand clutched to my shirt. 
Well, what can be happening in that terrible water chamber? What has Captain Midnight found out in his investigation of the far end of the chamber? Is there any conceivable way that he and Chuck Ramsey can escape? Tune in tomorrow to Captain Midnight. Now, here's an important question. Is your family car really safe for winter driving? Well, it pays to be sure, you know. So why not take advantage of Skelly's free inspection service? Just drive in any place where you see the big red, white, and blue Skelly sign. Let the Skelly man check over your car from headlights to taillights. He'll test your battery and fill it with distilled water. He'll inflate your tires and tell you about any dangerous cuts in the fabric. He'll test your windshield wipers and lights. He'll check the lubricant in your transmission and differential and test the antifreeze in your radiator. Now, this expert inspection service doesn't cost you a cent. And if you need a few things to make your car really safe for winter driving, things that will save you time, trouble, and perhaps a big repair bill, your Skelly Man has them for you. They are all premium quality Skelly products, and they cost you no more than you pay for many ordinary grades. So, you fellas and girls who are listening, remember to tell your dad or mother about the free inspection service at your Skelly service station. And don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight, brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Is Ivan Shark trapped and left to die, the only victim of his plot against Captain Midnight and Chuck Ramsey? Have these two really found a way to escape? Be sure to listen tomorrow. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy landing! Skelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you five times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. The Skelly Oil Company, you know, was the originator of tailor-made gasoline. And tonight, I'm going to tell you something I just found out about Mitten. Yeah, that's right, mittens. You know, the three little kittens lost their mittens, those things. Well, now, what I found out about mittens is this. You see, we have different kinds of mittens for different parts of the country and for different kinds of weather. Way up in northern Minnesota and Wisconsin, they put on two pairs of woolen mittens and a pair of leather ones besides sometimes. Not quite so far north, around, uh, oh, Iowa and Illinois, for instance, a single pair of mittens will do if they're good and heavy. And further south, a pair of good fleece-lined gloves will keep the frost out of your fingertips. And way down south, of course, well, gloves are just something to dress up in or work with. And mittens, well, they hardly know what mittens are for. Well, now, 
And here's the point of the whole story. Think of this. Wouldn't it be silly if all these folks that wear all these different kinds of gloves and mittens, wouldn't it be silly if they all tried to use the same kind of gasoline in their cars? Why, of course it would. They need different kinds of gasoline just as much as they need different kinds of mittens. They need gasoline that's tailor-made to fit their weather. Isn't that right? So look, when you're out driving, watch for the big red, white, and blue sign that marks every Skelly service station. Because that's where you can get Skelly tailor-made gasoline. You see, Skelly tailor-made gasoline is weather right because it's tailor-made to fit the weather in each part of the country where it's sold. It's weather right for your car wherever you buy it. So remember what I told you about mittens. Wear mittens that are made for your kind of weather and use gasoline that's weather right too. That's Skelly tailor-made gasoline, good old Skelly Aromax. Tell Dad to try a tank full tomorrow. And now to Captain Midnight. The famous pilots, Chuck Ramsey and Ivan Shark, are all suddenly trapped in the flooded water dungeon of the old Aztec temple. Shark's plan of escape has gone wrong, and yesterday, as the water in the chamber neared the ceiling, Captain Midnight instructed Chuck to take a deep breath and to follow him. Then they dove beneath the surface, leaving Shark behind. In the meantime, above and in another part of the temple, Senor Pareda and Patsy are where Captain Midnight and Chuck left them. They're becoming terribly worried. Listen as Patsy says. I can't understand it, Senor Pareda. Captain Midnight and Chuck should have been back by this time. See me, Senorita. But they have not been gone too long. Perhaps they will soon be here. But, Senor Pareda, those screams and those shots, what do you think they meant? I do not know, Senorita. But El Capitan Midnight and Senor Chuck Ramsey... They will find out. Well, I do think we ought to go and look for them, senor. Perhaps something has happened. Perhaps they're in trouble. If they have run into trouble, senorita, El Capitan Midnight can give a good account of himself, even against Von Griffin Lutro. The only one I don't think is bad is that pilot named Zollinger. He actually helped us. And as El Capitan Midnight has said... That perhaps Zollinger was being forced to fly for Ivan Shark against his will. But, gee, hadn't we better do something about Captain Midnight and Chuck? We could... Oh, look. Here comes Pinky and Slim. Oh, uh, hi there, Patsy. Have you heard anything from Captain Midnight yet? No, Slim, and I'm getting worried about them. I think we ought to go and look for them. How long have you been gone now, Senor Peretti? It ain't Senor Peretti. Get it right, can't you? It's Senor Perita. It is about 20 minutes, Senor Pinky. Well, that ain't so long, Patsy. They hardly had time to look around yet. I don't know about that. It don't look good to me. Captain Midnight usually gets things done in a hurry. I think we ought to go and investigate. He's just a saying that to be contrary to me. No, I ain't neither. We ain't doing right by not seeing what's happened to him. There ain't nothing to that. They're all right, Patsy. Now, you just be patient and they'll be back in a few minutes. Now, don't you be a-listening to no such talk, Senor Parade. While Pinky and me is waiting here and something bad's going to happen to him. Now, you just wait and see. No, they ain't neither. Please, mes senors, this is no time for the argument. I'll tell you what let's do. Let's go down this passageway just for a short distance and see if we can't find out something. If we don't, we'll come right back. Why, the great grizzly we should have started five minutes ago. Come on, Pinky. And now we flash back to shortly after 12 o'clock when the water in the underground chamber was reaching the ceiling. Lutro and Von Griff had captured Fury Shark 
and prevented her from opening the stone door through which Shark had planned to escape. We find them standing over Fury within sound of the waterfall. Lutro has cast the beam of his flashlight on his wristwatch. Listen as he says. It is four minutes after twelve on Greece. Good. They must be done for in that water chamber now. You cannot do this. You are inhuman. You are monsters. <laughs> Listen to who's talking. Shut up, Senorita Shark. Von Grief. Yes, Lutro, what is it? Step this way with me. Open that door. I tell you, open that door. Shut up or be forced to shoot you. What do you want, Lutro? Another step away, Farrah. We have another job to do now. Yes, hear me, amigo. I'm thinking of that. We want Pareda's cattle and his treasure. Uh, we must do... Shh, not so loud. Uh, here, this will be all right. But speak in the low tone. All right. We've got to get Pareda and the rest of them. Come. Let us go now. But what are you going to tell him? Uh, it is simple, mi amigo. We say we have come to tell El Capitan Midnight the bad news. What bad news? This bad news... That Ivan Shark and his daughter are in the temple. That's the idea. They'll think we're trying to help us. See, we make of them the friends, <laughs> and they are not suspicious of us. That's the way to do it. It'll be quiet, quiet. mi amigo. Do not make the noise. What's wrong? There are the people who come this way. Do not make the noise. Yeah, how much further, Patsy? Well, uh, just a little further, Pinky. I do not like this, mi amigos. Perhaps we should go back. Oh, shucks. We come this far. We might as well go a little further. Yes, yes, senor. That would be most advisable. What's this? Oh, quick, Trim. Get your gun up. Who is this man? Calm down, everybody. It's just a couple of friends. I know who it is. It's Von Griffin, that man named Lutro. I wouldn't call them friends. Ah, si, senorita, you're most right. We have come to help you. That sure is a good one. He tells the truth, I assure you. Uh, where is Captain Midnight? We must see him at once. El Capitan Midnight? But we would like to... But tell me, perhaps you would know where El Capitan Midnight is. But, my dear senor, we believe El Capitan Midnight is with you. Eh? That is why we come this way. We have the important information for you. There are other people in the temple. Eh, we overhear the conversation a few minutes ago. It is between the man who stays at the Pareda Hacienda and his daughter. It is the man you call Ivan Shaft. This is terrible. Ivan Shaft, are you telling the truth? See, si, senorita, we do not have the reason to deceive you. Uh, we do not like this Ivan Shaft. He is the bad man. I'll say he is, and that ought to make us on the same side. But Captain Midnight said you two couldn't be trusted. See, si, that is what El Capitan Midnight says. And I know it to be true. You do not like me, Senor Pareda. That is why you see such things. I know you too well, Lutro. You have stolen my cattle many times. Well, if you people are interested in what we told you about Ivan Shark, I guess we better be moving along. Come on, Lutro. Ah, uh, see me, amigo. Hey, wait a minute. We want to hear more about this here Ivan Shark. Where was it you saw him? Yes, Von Griff. Tell us where you saw Ivan Shark. Because Captain Midnight is... Of course, Patsy. You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> uh, so El Capitan Midnight has disappeared, huh? And you are worried because he has not returned. But come. We will take you to the place. Now you're talking. Come on, let's get it going. If I ever draw a bead on that Ivan Shark, I'll knock him into kingdom come. What shall we do, Senor Pareda? Wait, mi amigos. Let us not go too fast. 
Remember what El Capitan Midnight tells us. You're going with us, whether you like it or not. Now then, up with your hands. Quick, look, we'll cover them. I have them covered. If you make the false move, senors, you will be dead. I knew they couldn't be trusted. Now, then, keep those arms up. You'll march forward. Now, go. Our scene now changes. You will remember that Lutro and Von Griff left Fury Shark tied hand and foot in a passageway above the water chamber. A dark figure is approaching the place where Fury Shark lies. Listen. Garda, it is you. I am so glad to see you. Well, what are you doing down on the floor? Oh, quickly, Garda, we have no time to lose. Out with your pocket knife. All right. Here it is. What do you want me to do? My wrist and ankles are bound. Cut them free. All right, away. There. Uh, there. I've got your wrist free. There is a flashlight somewhere on the floor. Find it quickly. Yeah, yeah, I found it. Hey, who, who did this to you? Van Griff and Lutro. They're here in the temple. They overheard Ivan and me. Well, where's the chief? I don't know, Galdo. I'm afraid he's dead. Dead? What, what are you talking about? The chief ain't so easy to get. Did he ever fight with Captain Midnight? No. I think Captain Midnight and the boy Chuck Ramsey are dead also. Quick, let me have that flashlight. All right. Here it is. There. You see that iron lever? Yeah, I see it. Push it to the left, quick. Okay. Hey, what's this thing for? Well, I'll tell you later. Quick, follow me down these stairs. All right. Look out, Fury. There's water ahead. So I see, Gardo. Oh, I am afraid we are too late. Well, what's this all about? That water wasn't here yesterday. Do you not remember, Gardo? The water chamber used by the ancient Aztec kings? Is that it? Down there? Yes, Gardo. It is down there. And that is where we will find the body of Ivan Shark. Our chief. Well, what was the chief doing down there? He laid a trap for Captain Midnight. But Lutro and Von Griff came along and spoiled everything. I was supposed to open the door at the end of 15 minutes. But that time was up almost 10 minutes ago. Hey, no man can live underwater that long. Look in the water, Gado. Do you see the open door? Yeah, yeah, I see it. Under the water. I will direct the beam of my flashlight into the water. You will take a deep breath, and you will go under the water and look inside the door. Uh, me go into that water? No, I tell you. We must know the truth. Well, I don't like this, but I'll do it. Hurry, Gado, hurry. He is finding the door. The beam of my flashlight is bright. He will see. Oh, Ivan, I will promise you this. I will hunt Lutro and Von Griff down if I have to go to the end of the world. I'll forget them, Gardo. What did you see, Gardo? Hey, there ain't no bodies in there, Fury. Uh, I'm sure of it. There ain't nobody in there at all. Well, can Gardo be right? Have Captain Midnight and Chuck, and I even Shark, too... All escaped from a terrible death? And meanwhile, what is happening to Senor Pereira, Patsy Donovan, and the old miners, Pinky and Slim? Tune in tomorrow to Captain Midnight. Now, here's something your dad should hear about. Skelly gasoline is tailor-made for quick starting in your weather. It's weather right for your car. 
So it not only helps you start faster, it gives you faster pickup, too. If you want your car to pull out in front of traffic, if you want your family car to be the first to get away when it starts at a traffic light, you just ask Dad to try Skelly TaylorMade gasoline. And once he tries it, he'll say it's a grand gasoline. And I'll bet he uses it from then on. And boy, oh boy, will you be proud of the way your family car starts and the way it steps out ahead of the rest on the road. Yes, sir. For fast starts and real pickup, tell Dad to try Skelly TaylorMade Aeromax gasoline tonight. And don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight, brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Until tomorrow, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy landing! (laughs) 